welcome to the Bippity Boppity Basics Podcast, a lifestyle podcast with a magical twist. I'm your host, Caitlin May, and I'm a self-proclaimed Disney adult and childless millennial who is obsessed with Harry Potter, Florida sunshine, and all things basic. Here on the podcast, I chat weekly about everything Disney, Harry Potter, theme park news, and navigating my basic late 20s life. Hello, Magical Basics. Welcome back to the Bippity Boppity Basics podcast. My name is Caitlin, and if you're new here, welcome. Uh, quite recently, it's, bare, it's been a very eventful time. Lots of things going on. Definitely ramping up into my busy season. So because of that, I have a little bit of an announcement. It's kind of sad, but this is actually the second to last episode of season three. Next week's episode will be the final guest. And I think what I've decided is to have an episode um, that's like a just a decompression episode of just me. And if I can convince Jonathan to be on this side of the camera for once, Jonathan too, just so we can kind of talk about like season three as a whole and kind of how we felt about the whole thing, but this is our second to last guest episode. Next week, we will have our last guest, so stay tuned for that, and if you've missed any of our episodes, feel free to go back and listen to any of our amazing guests that we've had for season three. This has truly been one of the most fulfilling things ever is having this season and hearing from so many people, but We'll talk more about that in our decompression episode. Moving on to this episode, I've decided not to have a broadcast this week again, uh, audio-wise. I'm going to put it into one giant blog on our blog page on our website. So if you need to know where to go, just bippityboppitybasics.com slash blog. It's always linked in the description box and in the show notes if you want that link. So definitely go check out what's been happening. Um, One big major exciting thing is that hugs are coming back for our character interactions. Um, Of course, those will be phased in, but that's definitely the most exciting thing, in my opinion, that has come out of the theme parks recently. So I'm excited to hug all of the characters and share that experience with you and talk about you with that, but definitely go read those news stories. A lot has been going on. It's just a lot to put in the episodes, and it's a lot of back work for me, uh, and work has just been crazy for me. So thank you so much for understanding. I don't want to harp on it anymore because I want to get into this week's guest. It is AJ this week. I loved recording AJ's episode. It was such an easy episode for me to record. It felt like we just vibed the whole time because I truly think we did. If you don't know who AJ is, she is a host for The Happiest Podcast on Earth. If you don't listen to that podcast, you definitely like it. If you are listening to this one, go check that out. All of the links are down below as well, as well as um, AJ's personal links. So I think you're going to really love AJ and you're going to love her episode. So let's get on into it. Uh, and 
yeah, give us a rate and review. Follow us on our socials. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast, especially this season. And I will see you next week, basics. So until then, stay magical. All right, guys, I am so excited for today's episode. Today, we have one of, actually, one of my first friends here in Orlando. You're like one of the first people that I was like, we really, I love that. I'm going to branch out and not be scared We're gonna and do have social new anxiety. And yeah. dress up in the Magic Kingdom and not be embarrassed by it. And we're going to take all the photos and all the TikToks. And it's going to be great. <laughs> Literally the first time we ever met, we were like, let's go dress up as Anna and Elsa and like take photos around Magic Kingdom. Was everyone staring? <laughs> yes. Was it super Our TikTok fun? did yes. really great though. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Rachel was on the podcast a couple weeks ago and she was like, our TikTok slapped. Like we got hate on it. We also, that's always and that's like when you know. the sign. Mm-hmm. I know. And then even like Minnie Mouse style, the uh, Instagram account cat- oh, or yeah. commented on it on my reels. Yeah. And I was like, hey bestie, like, now sponsor us. Hello, it's fine. <laughs> fine everything's fine but no it was so cute you know when everyone's like how did I get to the Disney adult side of TikTok you're like thanks for helping my engagement you're like welcome hate on me more please help me here's the a more link you to all comment, of my other photos comes. and reels that you can literally you can hate on me thanks for clicking on my profile and now getting me to the explore page and now helping me out literally oh my gosh so yes this is AJ I'm super excited to have you on the pod today AJ I'm so excited to be here. My sister, this is so cute. my sister literally is living her best life vicariously through me because she loves the happiest podcast. Wait, really? Like, I'm telling you, it's like, it's like, I'm, expo- I'm exposing you, Brooke. Sorry. Love Thanks, you. Brooke. <laughs> love you. It's a small army. I love it. <laughs> she, yeah. So she loves your podcast. And then, and when we started this show, she was like, oh my gosh, you need to be best friends with them. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to message someone and be like, let's be best friends. Okay. Um, obviously, it. I have reformed because I just said that our first time out, Literally <laughs> we the magic were Disney bounding in Magic Kingdom and making TikToks. Um, but when I posted, I had heard of y'all's show before. And so when I met you at Magic Kingdom, I was like, oh, that's so fun. And my friend Hillary writes... The Disneyland stuff for y'all. Yeah. Yeah. So Hillary was like, oh, I love AJ. She's so nice and sweet. And I'm like, oh, that's so fun. And Brooke messaged me. and was like, <laughs> oh, did, am I accurate in thinking that you just spent the whole day at Magic Kingdom with AJ? And I was like, yeah, she's super sweet. You're she's like, like you do it? not understand. <laughs> okay, so now your sister and I have to be best friends is what I'm hearing. Absolutely. <laughs> She's coming here in May, so we'll okay, grab so dinner. Disney bounds. Brooke, get I did Magic this Kingdom. for you. Can't wait Don't to ever you. say I didn't do anything for you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so I texted her the other day and I was like, just FYI, AJ's going to be on the podcast. And she's like, shut up. You are literally living my dream. <laughs> so it's just a sign that now she has to come drink the juice and stay down in Orlando forever so we can all be best friends. Can you just do, like, one of those Zooms on me right now? <laughs> Brooke. <laughs> Heard it here first. I, I literally have been telling her that for so long, but I'm super excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. I love, I, I, I absolutely love the podcast, but I live for your YouTube videos, too. Thank you. I did you. not know that you did YouTube, and then when you were vlogging our Magic Kingdom day, I was like, yes. 
get it. Another person. I just live, I don't know, I live five minutes from the parks, and yet I still watch people go to the parks. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Like, I don't all the time. Especially if it's, like, something that <laughs> I've never experienced before or, like, yeah. I want to learn more about. I'm like, fine, let's watch someone else do it. Could I just get in my car and drive to Hollywood Studios? Yes. yes. Am I going to do that? No. Because no. <laughs> I can sit here in my sweats. Hang out with my them dog. do it. Yeah, watch them do it. <laughs> exactly. I know. We're going on a Disney cruise at the beginning of the month, so I've been watching everyone's cruise videos oh as if God. I don't have my own already on my page. Oh, I know. for it. I want to go on a Disney cruise so bad. So when I saw, I started following you after we met, and so when I saw that you had just gone on one, I was like, run to YouTube. <laughs> like, go, 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 go. Watch the cruise videos. I know. Um, I'm so excited. So yeah, I'm super excited. For you to come on the pod. I'm excited to be here. I'm loving the setup. Oh my gosh. This is like so cute because my podcast, uh, we do a Zoom. I'm wearing sweatpants. My dog's barking in the background. I'm at my desk probably eating dinner still and it's super casual. So this, I'm like so professional. Oh, I love it. Great. Hello. I know. Like, when we when we first added the visual element, I was like, dang, now I can't look homeless. <laughs> Literally. Because I was. I was so looking I was. homeless. I'm like painting my nails. I'm putting on <laughs> face masks. I'm eating dinner. Yeah, under eye patches. I'm like literally. ice rolling while we're recording. I'm like, hey. <laughs> literally how it goes. Sometimes the boys will text me. They're like, are you doing homework right now? And I'm like, yeah, your segment's boring right now. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> Gotta get this work done. Not into it. Not Let's into hope it. the listeners are. Like when I hear my name, I'll come back. from me. <laughs> literally especially when there's like six of us recording at a time it's like like tonight our episode that we're recording we have i think nine people on because we're doing a huge game oh so yeah that's gonna I, be fun i can't even imagine recording one like that in person but virtually zoom and i are very well acquainted. your editor he's Corey, a I saint love you. he is a saint he is he because really is. i have learned to edit that's the worst thing that has ever happened to me <laughs> I know, and sometimes I feel bad. He'll complain. I'm like, what's what's wrong with you? And now that I do YouTube and stuff, and he's like, you know, 10 minutes is like an hour of editing. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, it's not. And I'm like, oh, I understand now. I get it. So every time I'm like cursing, and he has to put the Mickey laughs on top. I'm like, sorry, Corey. Sorry, Corey. Sorry, Corey. Hey, Corey, at uh, 1303, can you make sure to bleep this out? Thanks. You're like, I said this, and I don't want... You just can you, can you just that cut out? it this? Yeah, literally. <laughs> the amount of times I've been like, "Hey, I said this, and I definitely should not have because I like my job." Can you cut it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Also, side note, we can cut this out. But if that happens today, just let us know. <laughs> I'll let you know. Don't you worry. I'm trying to be Jonathan better at we'll not edit that out. sacrificing my job for the sake of content. But yeah. you know, we're still I learning. Know. I don't blame you. <laughs> um. So I know we've talked a little bit about like what you do and things like that, and that's just how we met. But elaborate on that who is aj for people who don't know or who don't <laughs> listen to the show or watch you um quick quick intro quick, quick intro well hi everyone um so i moved down to florida four years ago to do the disney college program drank the juice stayed forever and in the midst of all that made my disney instagram as one does yes um i would say that was probably one of the most basic things i've done but we'll get to that later <laughs> <laughs> So I ended up doing the Disney college program, stayed forever, left the company for a while to go play college softball at UCF, and then came back to the company March 2020. Yeah, so, what a time. Yeah, what a time. <laughs> Got my dream entry-level job as a concierge, did my first week of training, COVID uh, came and just said, see ya. And so I've been with the company for two years, but I've been out of the company longer than I've been in it. So that's right. fine. Yep, oh just celebrated gosh. my two years. 
Um, and so, yeah, I got called back in May. And at this point, I had really, like, honed in on content creation. I was starting my YouTube channel. Like, TikTok mm. was something I was playing around with. Mostly just me taking photos and trying to feel pretty and trying to put myself out there. Because that's really what I use content for is to make me get out of my house. Same. Yeah. Which is how we became friends. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, push me out of my comfort zone so that I get internet validation. This is what I'm here for. Thank you. And relatable so, literally i went to kilimanjaro safaris for my displacement for a few months and then back to concierge which that's a great place to be put at it's right it was the best like literally in my interview to come back to the company they're like you're never going back to concierge because we don't have enough like space for it we don't have enough people blah 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 so pick your new role by the way no nothing in uh, hollywood studios or animal kingdom is available so i was like okay we went through Magic Kingdom, and eh, nothing sounded good there. Going through Epcot, eh, maybe something here or there. Going through ESPN, eh. and then halfway through, she was like, Kilimanjaro Safaris just opened up a role. Do you want it? I was like, don't tell me anything else. Click it, click it, get it before someone else You were else like, does. yes, yep, 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 yep. It was perfect. That was such a fun role. And then literally, I got the call like two, three months later to go back to concierge. One, they were sticking me at Pop Century rather than Yacht Club, which was my original home resort. So I'm already like freaking out because of that. And then they were taking me away from Kilimanjaro. So I'm like crying in my coordinator's office. I was like, I'm on the phone with Disney and they want me to go back to Pessierge. <laughs> and he was like, that's what you want. I'm like, I don't know if that's what I want. I was a total <laughs> lunatic. I got on my truck afterwards after saying yes. And I was like crying into the microphone set. I was like, I'm sorry, guys. Like, Look at these zebras. <laughs> They're so pretty. And this is the last time I'm ever going to see that. <laughs> like, it was so bad. Oh my gosh. But it was so, so fun. And I love that role so much. But I really like fit into concierge so well and pop century is really my home Mm -hmm. i was so terrified of it at first because you know it's a valley resort and there's a bazillion people there and you hear these horror stories but i wouldn't have it any other way she is my baby i love pop it's oh my gosh i live for that resort it's such a cute resort and like the renovations are really really well done and it has such a cult following which Mm -hmm. cracks me up it really does it does like you get the people who are die hard who will never stay at another resort ever in their entire life you would have to pry them off of pop like by their cold dead body or you get the people that have never been to Disney before. Yeah, and just picked it because it's a value resort. Exactly, mm-hmm. which that's really fun too as concierge, like being able to educate them on all the craziness that is Disney, being able to help them and troubleshoot their reservations because they've never been to Disney, so everything is messed up, and you're like, let me fix it for you and make your vacation perfect. <laughs> so that's really fun. I just really love that job. And then, yeah, content creation on the side, Happiest Podcast on Earth has been really, really fun. Been doing that for a few years as well. And yeah, I probably seem like a crazy Disney adult to all my friends back home, but I don't care. Nope. Living our best life. Living our best life. Exactly. If you complain about us, it's because you're mad that you ain't us. Exactly. Sorry you don't live in a theme park. (laughs) And you're still stuck in Tri-Cities. What? No. (laughs) I didn't say that. (laughs) I love it. Relatable. Uh, No, I was telling John that the other day. I was like, I think my favorite part about living in Orlando now is when I tell people that we live in Orlando, they get jealous. <laughs> They're like, sunshine, exactly. theme parks, tourism. And I'm like, yep. I went it's my home, backyard. I went home from my sister's wedding last week and everybody's like, where? Because it was Mardi Gras. And they were like, where are you now? I was like seeing everybody from like my hometown. And I was like, I live in Orlando now. You're like, I live and five like, minutes from Disney. Yeah, they're like, what? I'm like, I've never felt more validated than coming home and being like, yes, living in Orlando. Yes, and it's always the people that like at first they're all doubting you, like, oh, Disney adults, blah blah blah. Then those are the ones that hit me up saying, hey, I'm coming to Disney. Do you have free tickets? Facts. And I'm like, mm, not for you. Bye. <laughs> um, Bye. It's always those ones, or yes, like even it really now, is. 
it really is and even now like i know that you guys just moved here but the validation after living here for four years and finally having like family members being like wow it's so nice to see you chase your dreams and Mm -hmm. you look like you're thriving and i'm like that's funny because four years ago you said i was crazy (laughs) oops but no it's always a good little they've seen the light that i saw yeah when i first moved down here i feel like um we've definitely gotten comments from that just like your mental health looks so much better i'm like that's what sunshine and magic will do yes exactly sunshine and magic baby that's what we're here for (laughs) that is what that's what happens um so Let's get to the heart of your Disney love. I would love to know your favorite Disney film and why. Ooh, Hercules, hands down. <gasps> hands down. I live for Hercules. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, as a kid, it wasn't even my favorite. Like, I used to be able to recite the Incredibles films word for word. I was a psycho. And then, I do love that film. It's, it's so good. So good. I haven't seen it so For long. some reason, when I got to college, though, like, I really just stuck to Hercules. And I would be up at my old college watching it in bed every single night crying my eyes out because didn't live in Orlando no mental health <laughs> and so oh. the, I just like Hades my boy relate to him love him he is my favorite Meg if I was a Disney princess I would just be like sorry no I'm gonna be Meg be a right? Disney goddess instead I love her I loved her I loved Hercules as a kid and then I feel like like you as I got older I just gravitated w- more towards it one because Meg is like one of the only altos and as a child of collegiate choir and an alto two, you, we yes. have no main characters, okay? None. None. You're like singing the boys' parts and newsies because you just want to feel literally, like, oh, I'm, I'm not like breaking my vocal cords. I'm singing one and I'm like, this is an all boys version of Danny Boy, but I'm here too. So hello. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But Meg, she she be rocking that alto voice, and I appreciate that about her. But the first five notes of "I Can Go the Distance" reprise every time I cry. I'm thinking about it, and I'm I want to cry, especially in "Happily Ever Stop, After." Stop! I was just thinking that <laughs> when it gets all silent, and then you just hear the literally the, just the first five notes, and I'm like. I'm like, like, I literally want to cry right now. Like, I'm like unwell. Right. <laughs> unwell. <laughs> right. And like, oh my gosh. That's why I was shocked when Enchantment came out that there was like no real Hercules like bits Harmonious in there. Harmonious saved us. Harmonious, yes. Because I was about to throw hands. Especially with like the Moana tie-in. Like I was a yeah. little bitter at first because I was like, no, give my boy his due diligence. Give literally. him his own show. Especially since all like the promo art for Harmonious had him front and center. Yeah. And then you're telling me he's in the first like three minutes. For, I know. A snippet with Moana because can't get away from because Moana. Because we love Moana. I mean, we do. I mean, She's we do. great. But, but Enchantment's also a Moana love letter. Let's just... Uh, literally, Rachel <laughs> was saying the other day, she was like, it's a 12-minute Moana fan edit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I've never heard anything it is. more accurate in my It really life. is. And I'm stealing that from her. I hope she yeah, knows this. Like, <laughs> Text her afterwards. Be like, you're a genius. I'm putting that in my own podcast. You should trademark that. <laughs> fan at it TM. yeah love that um yeah i've always said though hercules and hunchback of notre dame are the best disney films like musically oh 100 like they're they're the best 100 percent. they're so good oh put that. hellfire in something you cowards at disney <laughs> please dare you <laughs> i need it i thought it was gonna be like or god help the outcast yes mm. can't Genius. i can't I can't. It's so good. I'm going to cry. It's fine. Um, We're designing the next nighttime show. (laughs) We're taking it. Surprise! (laughs) 
<laughs> Enchantment, never heard of her. Honestly, a lot of people ask me, like, what would be your dream job at Disney? And if I were a lot, like a lot would be fun. Kilimanjaro, one of them. Love that life. would be such a fun role. But the ultimate role for me, honestly, I think would be shooting off the fireworks. You're the person I that's would, like loading them up. Literally, and- I would live my best life <laughs> if I got paid. One, I just love lighting fireworks. It's just fun. Okay. Always have been that way. But you're you're you literally I am. It's fun. Okay. Fireworks are fun. Um, but then you're making the Disney firework magic. That's the coolest job that's ever. That's true. That's true. When people ask you, what do you do for a living? Oh, I um, am the magic. <laughs> I am the magic. First, I am the sparkles and the fireworks. I No, like, oh, I shoot fireworks off at Magic Kingdom every night. Can you make a living doing that? That's amazing. Yes, sir. <laughs> that pays your rent. Or like, I love the people for Harmonious that get in the little boats and they go to all the ones on the outskirts, like right. getting them prepped. We were at um, Epcot uh, the other day job. and my aunt's like, are they okay? Like, what are they doing? Are they trying to fix something? I was okay? like, they're getting the fireworks ready. Just you wait. And she was like, fireworks right there? No, there's no way. That's too dangerous. That's you right ain't next ready. to us. You ain't ready for she it. She was shocked. The first time we watched that show and that part happened, I was like, overwhelmed. <laughs> Like crying overload sensory <laughs> overload screaming crying <laughs> screaming crying literally so i love that hercules is your favorite because now all of your stories about trying to find those hercules puzzle piece pins <laughs> makes so much more sense i've spent way too much money on pins <laughs> just to find hades hades like hercules love him hades is like the real love of my life though like i just relate to him on a spiritual level that's fair and <laughs> It's the amount of money I've dropped trying to find Hades pins, and people will always be like, wow, I love watching your stories when you open up the mystery packs. Like, you have so much emotion. I'm like, I have emotion because I didn't get Hades. because yeah, I've been trying to find Hades for four months now. Literally, I'm like, I just spent $23 <laughs> on a pack of pins, and I was single one of them. I'm $2,000 on pins alone trying to find <laughs> Hades. <What>? Yes. <laughs> and I'm usually, like, I usually have pretty good luck with pins. I don't know why, but it's always the ones that I, like, really 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 want that all of a sudden i have no luck you need to go with her john i think is magical magical yes so we're gonna find all the pins together all of the magic pins that i pick duds Duds. we don't want any of them they're traitors now yeah exactly he picks up a pin and i'm telling you the like three in the collection that we want are all in the same packet i don't know how that happens he's like you're welcome literally he's like and he's like very methodical about it he'll like look at the rack and be like this one and like pull the fifth one inside of the row and he's like this is the one we want and i'm like i trust you at this point like okay i got the good vibes this is it and i open them up and i'm like yep here's the little mermaid pin we wanted here's the alice in wonderland pin we wanted like three for three all these should have played baseball john picked half of them because amazing yeah because he has the magic touch so maybe we can find Hades. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to bring you along next time I'm you going know? for those Hercules like, puzzle pieces because I've got like those three the, megs. Wait, it's like the pigs that find the mushrooms. <laughs> what? John was telling me the other day that they have special pigs that sniff out truffles. Like the really expensive like the mushrooms release? that everybody loves. Pigs find them and people will like own a pig that smells truffles and like make their money. With their, like, truffle pig. John, you're our pig. truffle pig. <laughs> you John's are a- our Disney pin truffle pig. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get you a hat that says that. Pin truffle pig. With, like, ears on it. <laughs> little. Yeah. 
oink, oink. It's got a little curly cue in the back, a little tail. I'm making you one that's where you can trade your pins off. <laughs> the pin traders are going to read that like, yeah. you're a what? Or like, go to the conventions and you're like, trouble big ass. What does your wife think of you? You're a pig? <laughs> okay. I'm dead. Oh my gosh. I love it. That's so... Hard. We love magic of all kinds on this podcast, but especially Harry Potter magic. <laughs> this is a controversial subject. Are you a fan? I'm I am a very big fan. Okay, good. I'm a very, we very, can still very be big friends. fan. No, I am a very big fan. The problem is, is when you ask about the Hogwarts house. Wait, why? Because when I was a kid, I was definitely a Ravenclaw. I was a wannabe Slytherin because I always loved villains. Like, that's my thing. I oh, love villains. Fair. Like, I was definitely a Ravenclaw. Now that I um, have left high school and all of my will to live and my will <laughs> of education is gone, <laughs> like, I am a thrown through Slytherin. And so I brought that up on the Happiest Podcast one day. And one of the boys, Andrew, he just got so invested. He's like, you cannot be both. You are one. You are a Ravenclaw. Like, you, if you were that when you originally did Pottermore, then that's what you got to stick with for the rest of your life. No. Da, da, da. And I was like. No. No, I don't <laughs> Absolutely agree with not. That. No, I agree with you. I don't agree with that at all. I think, I think, so a lot of the personality tests that I had to take in college, because I studied behavioral science, mm-hmm. we were like required to take all of the personality tests that you would with your clients. And it's funny because they made us take it like freshman year in intro to psychology and then senior year, in like whatever you specialized, you took the same round that you did freshman year, and you got to see like how you changed in that four year progression. Exactly, you're a whole different person. Exactly, and so I think like Hogwarts House, because I mean it's basically just like a personality test. It is. It really is. Um, I think that is like I think you're right in thinking that too, and I also think that you can have like how you have like sun and moon and rising zodiacs i feel like you can have that for hogwarts houses as well oh 100%. or even just like wings in your enneagram because yeah. like a lot of the things like john and i are both ravenclaws but he is very much like a slytherin moon and i'm a very much hufflepuff moon oh so like we're very different ravenclaws and yet we're in the same house yeah you know so like I I agree you, with your theory. Well, I don't, I also I don't agree with your when you put a your kid co-host. into a house, a personality test house, basically at the age of twelve, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. So yeah, of course those be... kids are always going to be Ravenclaws, always going to be Gryffindor because you're taking them in these formative years and being like, right. you are ambitious and cutting, you are loyal and then and then you are and and of course that's how they're going to grow up for the rest of their life. Um, meanwhile, I was not putting that in high school because I went to a public school in the middle of Washington. So, I got to become a new person. Yeah. And now I'm a Slytherin. I relate to that. No, I love Slytherins. I think they're great. Slytherins are some of my faves. They're some of my faves. <laughs> Ravenclaw at heart. <laughs> yeah. Back in the days when I uh, cared about <laughs> academic nomination. So, I, okay, so I, I respect that. You are Ravenclaw, but you identify with your Slytherin half. Exactly. I love that for like, you. That's where I am in this point in my life, and it's probably gonna stick that way for a very long I time. I love that you're self-aware enough to be like, no, right? Because I'm continuing my education. It's not like I don't care about my education. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna get my master's. I'm thinking about getting my PhD, but it's kind of out of spite. So I feel like that's more of a Slytherin thing. Than, uh, yeah, that's very. It's not because I want to learn. I'm just like I want to be the best. Yep, so um, yep. Doctor Mulholland, it is. Here we yep, go. Yep. 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 That's definitely Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I do is out of spite. Everything Living out of spite. Just out of spite. It's true. Me becoming a content creator, out of spite. (laughs) 
Honestly, I love that energy for you. <laughs> if it gets me out of bed in the morning, out of spite. And we're doing it, and it's going to make me successful, and it's fine. I really love that energy for you. I kind of am really jealous of that. Thank you. My therapist does not agree with me. <laughs> Let me live. Literally. Like, sorry, Nestor. Um, if it gets me out of bed, who cares? You can't control me. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm very excited to hear your rapid fire question answers now. Right, let's that go. We've, we've learned a little bit about the Hades and the Slytherin. It's gonna be great. Let's see if All I right. can make up my mind. I'm very indecisive. So, like I said, if you just want to skip one, just be like, nope, skip. And this then like we can try show. and get yeah, we can try and get uh, through as many as we can. Okay, right. two minutes. Do you like Snow White? Yes. Okay. Favorite Disney sidekick. Ooh, um, uh, Mushu. Saddest Disney death. <gasps> oh, offensive. Um, <laughs> that is offensive. Um, we're gonna go with Ellie, of course, from oh, Up. Oh my god. Favorite Disney ride. Ooh, Space Mountain. Favorite Harry Potter couple. Ugh, none of them. <laughs> mm, there's so, no, mm. Okay, we need to circle back to that one. Jonathan, <laughs> make a note. Oh, God. Um, if you could have any country added to World Showcase, what would it be Greece. and why? Greece. Hercules. Are you kidding? The food, the looks, the character meet and greets? Come on. Those of you who have been listening for forever, you know why this is monumental to me. <laughs> um, if you got a Harry Potter-related tattoo, what would it be and why? Ooh. Uh, get the Elder Wand. Hmm. I don't know. I just thought if out of the Deathly Hallows and stuff, like that's what I would want. Least favorite Pixar film? Ooh, Toy Story. Disney song that gets stuck in your head. Mm, Happily Ever After doesn't really count. I'm going to go with the film one. We're going to go with Almost There. Ugh. Favorite quote? <laughs> I'm a damsel. I'm in distress. I can handle this. Have a nice day. <laughs> that one for sure. Favorite Disney park? Ooh, Epcot. Mm, yeah, Epcot. <laughs> favorite Universal park? Islands of Adventure, 100%. Least favorite Disney song? Ooh, Zippity Doodah. Um, favorite Harry Potter character? Draco Malfoy. (laughs) (laughs) I love him. This one, I feel like I shouldn't ask, but I'm gonna. Favorite Disney villain? Hades. Duh. That's why I didn't want to ask. We already knew, but it's fine. Um, first Disney film you remember seeing? Ooh. Remember seeing? Mm Mm-hmm. Let's go with Incredibles. Okay. I have the worst memory. (laughs) What Harry Potter character would you want as your best friend? Can I answer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Draco yeah. Malfoy. Oh, We yeah. can be more than friends, baby. It's okay. I was about to say, <laughs> does that count? Because, um... If we're not going to be enemies to lovers, let's just be friends to lovers then. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, okay. I would love to know... What was... I can't even remember now what was the question I told you to remember. Harry Potter couple. Oh, yes! I just... Let's unpack that. It's a lot. Um, I feel like we're in therapy. It's, yeah. Let's unpack that, So AJ. anyways, um, because I see myself... At, no, I'm just kidding. No, I just like... Even when I was reading the books, I feel like a lot of the relationships, especially since one, most of them are children. Yeah. Um, Up until you get to a certain point. Because like at some point we saw... Like book four, roughly, they're starting to like, okay, now you're like 15, 16, whatever. So it's a little more appropriate to have like relationships and whatnot. But... <laughs> Some of them just felt so forced. Yeah. Like, even Her- or, excuse me, Hermione and Ron sometimes, I was like, 
did he have to say that? Did she have to act yeah, that way? Yeah, and the films like, they just don't make sense. were even worse. Even worse. Because like, they we lost a lot of that context. Especially since, like, I, as a child, I saw myself so much in Hermione. Her going for Ron, I was like, I wouldn't even want her going for Harry. He's stupid. Like, Agreed. There was no one at Hogwarts that would match her, first of all. But yeah. I don't know. Just so many of the relationships seemed very forced. And yeah. or there were things that, like, they'd hint at that then would nothing would ever come to fruition of mm-hmm. it. So My know. favorite couple doesn't even last and that's neville and luna <laughs> okay maybe i would but have they're my that. favorite couple they're just so cute I do. luna I with anyone i just like yes, she's such luna a character that anyone. like i wanted luna and harry to get together so bad i would just it's love fine. to hear like the like you know the office oh we we and the office. I wish there was like an office style documentary of Harry Potter of like their Hogwarts like common rooms and whatnot because it would just crack me up to like hear something Luna says like off to the side and Harry's just like okay. We should make that. Okay. <laughs> Please can we? That's how we become famous. There we go. It's the girl on TikTok that does the Noble House of Black. Have you found her? Yeah. We do that. Miss Utah? Yes we do that. I love her. But it's the off. It's shot like the it's office. It's just the office. I'll have to send you. There's these two boys on TikTok that do like lawyer skits, but they're lawyers for people within the Harry Potter universe. Oh and yes, please send me that because that's hilarious. They're like Hagrid, you have a what chained in the forest? <laughs> How was the Quidditch match? Well, as your um, insurance advisor, it was horrible. <laughs> they just, I love those TikToks. Wait, yeah, that's hilarious. I definitely want to see those. I will send you we them. Should do, we should do Harry Potter in the office, though. I think that would be hilarious. Just, like, I don't need the deep, dark, brooding stuff of Voldemort and whatnot. I just want the funny stuff that it's happens like in the common the quick, rooms that we never the see. The quick gym zooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just Snape every time. Just <laughs> Like, the same facial expression, but every time it goes into the camera, it's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Seriously, that would be so funny. I love um, it. No, I agree with you about the Harry Potter couples. That's fair. I feel like I would have loved to see... I still kind of ship Hermione and... um, Why can't I think of his name? Victor Crumb. Like, I just love how much he loved her. Right? And, like, still loved her even when, like, her and Ron got together. Like, the fact that he was, like, still writing her letters and, like... I don't... And, like, danced with her at Bill and Fleur's wedding... Cries, which again Crying. is like such a relationship within the books that was mm-hmm. you know yeah. was able to have more context fluffed out. So that one yeah. I could probably get behind, but again, I just I think Hermione's too good for everyone. I think later years Neville, like after the Battle of Hogwarts, Neville would have been good for Hermione because he was like, oh, I'm a man. Yep. Um, I am capable of things other than hiding in the corner. Yeah. Maybe then. Yeah. But. Are are you um, I don't know how to pronounce it because I'm. Not down with the kids, but <laughs> do it. Do it. I'm old. Are you a a Dramini stan? Because um, your affinity for both characters does it correlate with them like getting together? Because like part of me can see it. Part of me is like part of me can see it. I can see that. It depends because I feel like on a moral level they would never last because obviously Draco comes from like the purest of the pure bloods that. Yeah. Like, slightly Nazi bordering He's de- He definitely has, like, learned behavior that they would need to really work through. Really work through. Yeah. But, like, their um, tension they are, would be... They are very family-oriented. Like, both of them. Has, true. like, very, like, strong core family values. That you know, true. like... So I feel like that could be something that kind of... I also just don't want Hermione to become his therapist and vice versa because Hermione has some stuff she, has, she needs to unpack too. You know, that's true. The problem is, is all the stuff she needs to unpack is like almost a direct correlation from things that because Draco of... and his family have done. 
So it's like, I have this trauma from being a mudblood and from getting your bullied. your aunt and bullying me in your house. Or like killing my friends right in front of me at the battles. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, sorry about that one, it's kid. Fine. Um, but their tension would be. They really like, would. Like some of the fanfics I read that like still in school, like sneaking in the mm-hmm. halls of Hogwarts. I'm like, yes. Dude, this community is hardcore. Like, hardcore. Any ship, any situation, any scenario for any book, any movie, any side character, whatnot, there has been something written and explored about, and it's it's a little alarming sometimes, but it's beautiful to see that creativity. But you know what? <laughs> if you thrive in, do it. You live your life. We're Disney adults, so who are we to judge? I'm going to read your fan fiction one way or another. Make it as crazy as you want to be, baby. Who J.K. Rowling's not reading it. I am. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's me. <laughs> sorry. So I, I would love to know like where your love started for just Disney as a whole. Um, like we talked about in the beginning of the episode, you've made it a large portion of your personality traits. Unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, just like first time, if you remember your first time at the parks or, like, the first time that you remember yeah. of the parks. So, um, fun fact, I have the world's worst memory. My, I don't remember anything before, Do you like, have ADHD? Freshman, yes. Okay. <laughs> I had the world's worst memory, too, and I did not know that I had ADHD, and now I'm like, oh, so oh. I'm not a piece of trash. Literally. <laughs> Literally. I just have too much going on. <laughs> I feel that on a spiritual <laughs> level. My therapist will be hearing about this on Thursday. No, that's, like, one thing, though. Like, um, I just, like, my memory s- kind of starts senior year of high school. Okay, that's and fair. I remember, like, little things from my childhood, but nothing, like, crazier. Probably it's just formed memories because I was like, oh, someone told me a story about that. Right, one. right. But, like, my parents were DVC owners, and we went to Disney every single year. Um, once or twice a year. And we always came to Disney World because I'm from Washington State. And it's yeah, like, okay, that surprising that you didn't go to land well we went to land like two or three times but at that point it's like okay if you're gonna spend the money and take the time off that's fair go bigger might as well go to the bigger one exactly we also did like disney cruises like we went to alani when it first opened like we were very big disney people that was our trip oh my god it was so beautiful i want to go there so bad so great but like that that was us that's what we Mm -hmm. did and we traveled with another family who's from new york and like Family of four, two kids, about the age of my brother and I, and we would travel together every single year, and it was great. And so, like, that's, that's nice that you like had a built-in like Disney friend. Exactly, yeah, that that's was super really nice. fun. And like, we did everything together, and so I feel like that's where like obviously my love of Disney started. Mm-hmm. But I never saw it as like a career or even a job, which is like such a privileged thing to say. Like, yeah, the people loading me onto this ride are not people. Like, <laughs> like it's just like for me, it was just magical. Like, I didn't yeah. think about the logistics. Yeah. I didn't think about oh, this sweatshirt's going up in price because inflation. Like, or, oh. having to run it as a company. It was just exactly. a place where, like, your dreams came true. Exactly. At the risk of sounding cheesy. But I get that. I totally felt that as a kid, too. Like, this just was, this just, like, transcended, like, reality. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. 100%. I get, that. I get that. And it was, like, never something that I, like, saw myself doing because I didn't see it as, like, a traditional job or career path or anything. Mm-hmm. And so when I was in college, one of my – so the first college I went to was Wesleyan University up in Connecticut. And oh, one yeah. of my I had a friend who went there. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And I loved it there. Don't get me wrong. But, like, one of my assistant coaches had done the college program, and she was like, I think you should do this. Your personality is beautiful for it. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I think you'd really fit in. And I was like, okay. Well – 
we were in Florida actually for spring training games and I had my interview there and like for the college program and I thought it went well, not great, blah, blah, blah. I ended up breaking my ankle. So I couldn't play the rest of the season. Yeah, it was bad. And so I ended up knowing that I wasn't going to play the rest of the season and that I was going to be out for months and months and months. And then I'd have an extra year of college for my registry. So I was like, okay, fine. I can take time off to do the Disney college program if I get in. Lo and behold, I got in. And so I did that. And like three months into it, I called my mom. I'm like, hey, um, so I know this is like my first real job ever. So I shouldn't be basing my entire career off of this, but I'm in love and I'm staying. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about that? And, like, my parents were super, like, super supportive. Like, yeah. my personality and, like, all of that really ties into the same morals and whatnot that Disney does. Mm-hmm. So, it worked out well. But now, like, most of my memories for Disney are from the last four years rather than my whole childhood. And sometimes I think my mom gets upset about that because she'll hear me on the podcast. They're like, oh, do you remember this ride? I'm like, I was either too young or I don't remember or I wasn't born yet. Sorry. My mom's like... You've been on that ride before. I heard your episode. You said blah, 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 blah. You've literally done that a thousand times. That was your favorite when you were a kid. I'm like, You're like sorry. I, I can't remember. I, I have know. no idea. I don't sorry. know. Sorry. Yeah, it's like, that was like, it was really just like, it reminds me of my family. Like, The Incredibles, the reason I was so obsessed with it is because we all dressed up as them for Halloween one year oh, and then it kind of stuck. But yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's so family oriented, especially for my family in particular. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I think I, like, when I did my college program, I was at kind of a weird spot in my life, and it felt like home. So that's why I drank the juice and stayed forever. Fair. Fair. What is it about Disney and the company in general, or just, like, the content it creates, just Disney as a whole, that makes it so special for you? Like, what attracts you to it? That's a really good question. Um, From a... From a cast member standpoint, what attracts me to this company in particular, because I have worked for multiple other hospitality companies since, you know, getting into this industry, is that Disney's always wanting to go the extra mile for guests and is always empowering their, even frontline cast members to go that extra mile. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of other places can say that. Like, I've had managers before who literally were like, don't help that guest. I'm having fun watching them struggle. And I would sit there like, what did, what, what? How is that? How is that how you're going to run a business? Hospitality, no less. Right. I was about to say, that's literally your whole job is to help the guests. Literally, though. (laughs) It was. And so Disney, I think because I feel so empowered as a frontline cast member most of the time, that's kind of what sucked me into it for a company standpoint. Because I could could go to Universal right now and get a higher paying job and a higher ranking job than the one I have now. Yeah. But I wouldn't be happy there, genuinely. And some people are, like, great for them. But for me... I know that, like, my personality fits with them. Very happy, bubbly, Mm -hmm. never taking no for an answer Mm -hmm. to a fault. And then, like, their content that they produce, too. Like, it makes me so happy to see, especially now that Disney is actively trying to diversify their characters and their portfolio, even. Yeah. Like, it makes me happy that these little kids that come into my lobby are actually being able to see someone that looks like them and acts like them. them. Exactly. Goes through the same struggles as them, whether, like... Turning Red has multiple kids with diabetes in it, and you can see their little, like, diabetes patches. And I literally had a kid at my front desk the other day being like, look at mine. It's, like, from the movie. And I was, like, crying. I was crying. Literally. It was so (laughs) beautiful. And, like, Disney has a lot of work to do in that department. Don't get me wrong. Like, they are so far from... They are on the uphill climb, though. Exactly. They really are. Like, it's very far from actually representing the community that it caters to. Yeah. But it's getting there. And that makes me happy. And seeing positive change like that 
helps me become more invested into mm-hmm. the company, not only as a cast member, but as a consumer. Mm-hmm. Because if they were stagnant, that would just rub me the wrong way and I would go. Yeah. But they're tr- they're trying. Yeah. They're trying to listen. They're trying to be better. Yeah. So. I love that. So do you think that kind of ties into... Okay. <laughs> we... <laughs> I always sound like a broken record because I ask the same thing every week, mm-hmm. but um, these last two years have been very divisive. Okay. Just these last two years in general. I mean, it's always like, there's always been people with differences. There's always been different walks of life coming to the parks, but I feel like a lot of the things that have been pushed to us, like as far as content, social media has been very like polarizing you against people who think differently but disney is like the one place where you are being brought together with people that don't look like you don't think like you aren't from the same place as you and yet we all love and feel the same emotions at the parks what do you think that secret sauce is i don't think disney's found that secret sauce um because yes i agree that like people from tons of different walks of life, whether it be their race, their identity, their income, even things like that, are able to come together and experience the parks the same way. Disney, like I said, still has a very long way to go to be able to include all of those people, whether it be within the content that they create or the sensitivity of like the training that the cast members get to interact with those people. And even like you're pricing out so many different types of families with the bottom line that Disney's making for itself because of the price jumps. Mm -hmm. So it's going to get to a point where you're going to have, you're going to like take out most of your clientele because they can't afford to come and or they're having to wait years and years and years to come so they can't enjoy that magic. And then it kind of puts a stain on the magic. So yes, I think Disney with the content is getting better at being able to include everyone, but it still has leaps and bounds to go to make it feel as magical for everyone, whether it be because of a guest with possibly a disability or because they don't see cast members that look like them or act like them or, you know, we're not going into the front desk trauma dumping. Like, no one, no one's going to know the story of mine is going to be the same as theirs. Right, but right. I think there's still a long way to go from a business standpoint to make everyone feel included, feel represented, feel absolutely as magical as they can. I think Disney, because they're pricing things so much higher, needs to really focus on that content and focus on the product that it's creating. Because if you keep pricing something this way, the pro- like the product needs to also go this way as well. Mm-hmm. Because if your product stays here and you're pricing it up here, you're going to put a stain on it immediately. Yeah. Whether you're a well-off nuclear family or you're someone who's coming off for the first time. Right. The Who, last like, time. saved for 10 plus years. Exactly. For this. Yeah. Either way, it has a stain. So I'm thinking Disney's, like, tr- they're trying to do both at the same time, like, bring up their bottom line while also providing magic, but they're trying to do one a little too much, and it's that bottom line. So I think they need to really hone in on that secret sauce. If Disney called you tomorrow and said... What is the biggest suggestion that you would give to us to achieve that? What would you tell them? Ooh. Um, I think the most co- <laughs> I'm like <laughs> that little to- laugh. You're like, <laughs> well, next. I'm like, next. Well, like, what I'm trying to I'm trying to think of something that like I hear because con- like at the front desk I hear the good, the bad, the ugly. Right, which is why I asked because you. You really are the front line. It really is. Like you're you're in the nitty gritty here. It okay. Is. It's you're quite not the time. you're and not the character attendant, you know, you're like 
Exactly. Like I, you're getting paid to hear the qualms. <laughs> yes, I am there to write the comment that's a book long about everything that the guests loved, hated, yeah. adored, like yeah. despised, blah blah blah. But like the biggest complaints I get are crowds, which I think is a little biased because we did have COVID and because the parks crowds were here yes. when they should be up here. Yes. And so that's a little bit biased. But Genie Plus right now is really the one that people are like exactly laughing. <laughs> and like. Because it's a beast. One, it's expensive. I mean, $15 per person per day. Some people are like, oh, that's just the cost of a drink. Okay, well, some people can't afford that cost of a drink. And or they have multiple kids who also need that Genie Plus, and that's per day. Or they're coming in from the UK, and so they stay for 14 days, and it's hundreds and hundreds of dollars to maybe have it work. Because the other thing is is it's not user-friendly. And I think Disney's really gone away from having user-friendly interfaces because it helps them out on the business side, which I get it. Genie Plus and Park Reservations, from a business standpoint, brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Like, whoever thought of that, congrats to you. I hope you got a raise. (laughs) Yes, exactly. $15 per person per day. Like, you you better got a raise. (laughs) But, like, the thing is, it's genius from a business standpoint, but it's lacking the visuals from the consumers, and it's lacking that here's what the guest is actually going to experience per day. I'm the concierge. I should know everything about Genie Plus. We just got another training on it a week ago. It's been out for, what, four or five months? Yeah. And we just got a new training on it. It wasn't an update. It was a training because not enough people know how to use it, even in the front lines. And so if you have to do that for a product, it's not ready or it's not user-friendly enough. And it's such a game. And I'm sitting here trying to educate guests and they're like, you just see their eyes go. Yeah, and like overwhelm. It's a lot. Yeah. So I think if Disney called me tomorrow, I'd be like, Genie Plus is great to an extent. It has a lot of bugs. Kill it off right now. Let's fix the bugs. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Because it needs to be user-friendly or else you're going to lose your users. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of that, too, because I remember, like, Genie, Genie rumors, like, before COVID. So I get that, like, you probably have had this concept for a while. And I understand COVID... She came through and went. COVID played all of us, okay? Yeah. I'm not saying that Disney should be above that, but yeah, maybe she uh, she shouldn't have been pushed out as quick as she was after yeah. everything opened back up. Exactly. And I think it's a genius concept. It's great for the bottom line. It's great it for the is. analytics of it all, but it's not ready for a user. It is. And I don't think the concept of a paid fast pass is outrageous. It's not a new because concept. Universal does it. Exactly. Because basically, before Genie Plus, Disney was the only park who wasn't doing it. Exactly. Um, But I think the way everything rolled out was why it got a lot of backlash. Because it was like, we've been closed. Now we're back. Here's all these price increase. More increase. More increase. More increase. Park reservations. We still don't... Park reservations. We still don't have... Fast pass. Oh, now we do, but now you pay for them. Yeah. After what, like four or five cycles of park increases when they first, oh, you know, so like I feel like timing was definitely not their friend. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> and I totally understand that it's no longer fast pass because if they brought back fast pass in its right. original form and made you pay for it, the uproar I think would be greater than it is for Genie Plus because right. you're taking something that used to be free in its original form and slapping a sticker on it. No. Right. So they had to change it, but yes. I just think the way that they did is not as user-friendly as it needs to be for people who are spending mm-hmm. ridiculous amounts of income to be able to come here and who are trying to research as much as they can. And yet, even though they're doing all this research, I still get people who come to the desk saying, what do you mean I got kicked out of Magic Kingdom without a park reservation? 
I went tried to do Genie Plus, and we only rode one ride today. So it's it's hard because I try to have empathy for both the company because obviously they need to stay in business so I have a job yeah. and so we can keep the parks. But I also, like, my loyalty is with my guests. And yeah. it breaks my heart when so many days and vacations are not necessarily ruined but unnecessarily stressed out Yeah, because of this. Yeah. I, I can't imagine how fine of a line that is to walk. Yeah. And it's rough, especially when you're tr- – it's that line of, okay, do I educate this guest or are they just venting to me? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's another, like, learned skill from <laughs> concierge. Just... Trying to differentiate exactly. that tone. I'm like, do you want me to teach you everything there is to know or do you want me to just sit here and go, yes, ma'am? Yeah. Yes, ma'am, I understand. Oh, 100%. I totally agree with you. You're not getting your money back, but I agree with you. Yes. I feel like 75% is that. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's the vibe I get. <laughs> yeah, and they'll let you know really quickly if you mess up. If you're like, well, um, actually, here's how, and they're like, no, no, yeah, that's not how. And I'm like, you're right, sir, you're right. Yep. It's not mm-hmm. how. Let's just keep talking to me. Keep you keep talking while I'm typing. <laughs> you keep going. So I would love to just hear more about. Um, obviously, the podcast is a huge portion of your life. I would love to know kind of like the little origin story of the pod. <laughs> yeah. Give us the little, the little, I mean, it doesn't have to be that little. Give us the like cliff notes of. The cliff notes of the happiest podcast yeah, on earth. Yeah, happiest podcast on earth. Um, Behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. So when I did my college program, this was in 2018, I did a cast softball league, which was super, super oh, fun. Oh, that's fun. It was, oh my gosh, it was so great. The guy that organized it, his name's Jarrett. He was the one that founded the podcast. We became fast friends. Um, he was like helping me with career stuff and with personal stuff. And he ended up having to like move back to his hometown for some like personal reasons. And he is not my age, first of all. He is, his college program was in 2008. Mine was in 2018. And that's like that with most of the, or, um, excuse me, most of the hosts. Wow. I just brain farted. They're so bad. <laughs> that's like it with most of the hosts. I am the youngest one. So that's really fun because we come that, from all different that situations. That is nice though because it gives perspectives. Exactly. Yeah. So like he left his job as a leader and has been for 10 plus years with Disney to go home. And he was like, I miss it. I miss it. Let's start a podcast. And I was like, no. Let's start a podcast. No. Let's start a podcast. No, I'm good. Let's start a podcast. Okay, fine. I will do one episode with you guys. And it was just a few of us, and we just hung out for like two hours talking, and it was actually really fun. He's like, okay, let's do this again next week. I was like, okay. So then we did it again, and then again, and then again, and then we bought mics, and then we brought on real hosts, and then we had Instagram, and then we put it on Spotify, and then this, and it just like started blowing up. And Jarrett gets so much credit because he is really the businessman of all of this. Mm. Like, he's got us the beer that's in our name he's got us the coffee he's got us all the sponsorships meanwhile i just sit there and show up and like hi guys hello hello it's aj welcome to happiest podcast on earth (laughs) and like he's like i'm just the talent literally and Jarrett does everything literally and then Corey, he came in as well um him and Jarrett were like roommates so he came in and was doing all of our editing and then hunter came in and he's like our money man and all this stuff and then we found some other girls because i was like hello i'm the only voice here somebody else come join me <laughs> i need i need help against the boys so jared found a few other girls which was really nice and one of them's still around today mel i owe her my life she is the best and also it's it's kind of fun because all of us are cast members me and andrew are the only ones that are still around here in mm. orlando which is really fun but it's so cool because, like, we get to hear all about, like, attractions, entertainment, concierge, yeah, like, that is leadership, really cool. frontline, blah, blah, blah. And we also just like to have a good time. And it's – we play a lot of games. We do drafts. Like, we're doing our March Madness bracket right now for animatronics, which is really, really fun. 
it's just a really good time and we did not expect it to blow up the way it did until we did yeah y'all have gotten a lot of traction yes um it's been quite the time like we have our own patreon we hit a million downloads a month or two ago so it's blowing up for sure we weren't we weren't expecting that, but once we realized it was going to, we're kind of like, okay, nose to the grindstone, let's go. Right. Let's go. Right. So it's been really fun. Garrett, um, you are passionate about podcasting and want to help out a friend. <laughs> you like hit me up. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Literally. It's, yeah, it's insane. It's, it's a little monster. It really is. No, and that's so fun too, because I feel like the best things become successful like that when you describe what you just did, like people that... I was friends with before I had in common we hung out for two hours we had the time of our life like that's when you know it's very validating to see that like get the traction that it has because that's when you know you're in the right thing you know like we did a podcast trip in January this was actually the first time I met Mel in person after two years like Corey and Hunter I've hung out with them like on and off maybe twice for like an hour each Mm -hmm. like we spend all of our time on zoom but we had our cast trip and people were flying down to come hang out with us. And yeah. we were taking up Atlantic Dance Hall and we're going across the world with, you know, 20 people. And, like, that was really validating, too, because then our DMs are flooded. Like, dang it, I wish I could be there. Wow, I love you guys, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like, we even have a Discord chat right now. So we have, like, all of our closest Patreon besties where we just talk every single day. And it, like, blows my mind sometimes when I step back and I'm like, oh, me talking in- into this mic. <laughs> Not very professionally, apparently. Um, but me just talking to this mic with some of my friends has turned into a is community. actually connecting exactly. with people that you would never have exactly. have crossed paths with otherwise. And it's yeah. insane. And like sometimes it's cute because like I'll introduce myself and I'm like, yeah, I got a podcast, blah blah blah. And people are like, oh, you have a podcast, cute. What's it about? And I'm like Disney, and they're like, oh, cute. And I'm like, yeah, it has a million downloads. We make money off of the podcast. Toss 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 toss. I'm like, we get an income. We have a fan base. We have sponsorship. We have a beer. Would you like a beer? We have coffee. Like, and you're gonna sit here and talk to me about my cute little podcast? No. Yeah. Work too hard for it to be a cute little I podcast. I love the like eye contact you had with that. Fires me up. Can we make a gif of her doing that? No. <laughs> her fighting the camera it's fine (sighs) but like that stuff like that even yeah I mean and you totally understand that with content creation and all that like or even just moving down into Orlando there's always that perception of oh cute or oh that won't last or oh that's just for giggles yeah it's like no I can make a career move and have it not be in my hometown oh 100% (laughs) because if there's anything that you can learn about just being on the internet in general is that someone out there is gonna like what you're producing exactly exactly like even even what we were saying with like our reel that we made that got hate like we were joking like oh that's how you know we made it because it got hate but like that is still propelling us forward Mm -hmm. like so even just people who like hate on your stuff or like I because I even saw like some of the reddit threats like they were like oh happiest podcast on earth is having like a meetup at Disney like even you making a and like part of me sometimes yeah literally part of me sometimes wants to comment and be like bro you talking bad about this creator on reddit is just giving them more traction because the people who don't know them who are on this thread are going to their Instagram and like looking I don't think they were hating on y'all I think they were just like oh did anybody see that like they were doing a big meetup um 
But I was like, LOL, AJ. Well, there was even like, I had this reel on Instagram. It was me coming back to the company. It wasn't content related at all. It was me coming back to the company. It was like a picture of me crying, a picture of me crying, a picture of my separation letter, and then a video of me coming back. Uh Got like 4 million uh, views on Instagram reels. And literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hate comments of people. People were comparing me to Hitler because I work for Disney. I was like, what? You're like, thank you for saying that. Um, first of all, it's not true. But second of all, it got um, 20,000 extra views because, because you, you put that on there. Literally. <laughs> At first, I was like, like it was killing me. I was deleting all the comments. There were some I would respond to just because they were like uneducated or mm-hmm. just plain old mean. And I was like, bro, um, like, done. Can you not? <laughs> like, can you not, please? And then it got to a point where like it made me grow like by thousands and thousands of followers. And I was like, oh. Okay, maybe I'll let the hate comments stay on there. You're like, hate on, on me more. Literally, I let the hate comments stay on You're there like for like- You're like commenting on hate comments. You're like, I know, I'm so- Sorry I'm living in your head rent-free. Like, but thank you for helping my engagement. Aren't I just the worst? Literally, Disney Tell me put. all the reasons why you hate me. Literally, please list Make them. Make them One separate comment. comments. <laughs> yes. Comment my comment. Hey, everyone, like the comment that you agree with the most about why Disney adults are the worst. Literally- Oh my god, now I want to get another hate reel just so I can do that. I was about that. to say, now I kind of want to make that like a, what do you hate most about Disney adults TikTok? I'm like, that would blow. Literally, uh, people are going to be like, blah, 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 and you're like, engagement, yes. Thank you. I know, I let the hate comments stay on there for like two weeks while the post was still gaining traction, and then I deleted them because mental health is more important than a yeah, post. that's fair. That's but fair. literally, and then it blew up again like a few months later just out of nowhere, and I was like, here we go. Again. And luckily like, this time I'm it was on the again. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> luckily this time it ended up on the right side of Instagram and it was people from like randomly people near my hometown, which is oh. a little spooky because I think because it says my hometown on my name tag. Oh the, maybe. The artificial the intelligence was like, like Try cities. <laughs> I'm like, no. Like people I've never met before. Um but yeah, it was like so funny. Even like I had a Red Robin name tag on one of them because I found out I was getting laid off while I was working at Red Robin. And all of a sudden one day, randomly, 15, 20, 30, 40 comments being like, is that a Red Robin name tag? You work at Red Robin? Dude, I work at Red Robin. I was like, why am I on Red Robin TikTok right now? You're what is like, happening? Um, if you would have watched the TikTok to its longevity, you'd know that I am, no, I'm no, no. longer there. We are not I did my six months there Thank and I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for scrolling too fast. Yeah. Thank you. Oops. But yeah. It was, it was quite the time. So one thing that I got to know that scares me. Did you grow up next to Edward Cullen? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Rude. The town I'm from is Rude. about five or six hours from Forks. It's about four hours from Seattle. I was in the middle of nowhere. I, I was thought in the this desert. friendship was going to benefit me, yeah. and now it's just not. No, it's not. I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, There's more tumbleweeds than people and more wineries than tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds? And enough- yeah, I live in the desert. Tri-Cities, Washington, middle of the desert. It's where the Hanford nuclear site is, where they built the atomic bomb. So we all go in the dark. A lot of radioactive I'm sorry. That was a lot all at me. It really is. All at once. (laughs) My brain's still... Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if this is Washington... I didn't know that Washington had a desert. A lot of it. It's like a third of it's like a desert. Oh my gosh. I thought it was all just like wet and cold. No. Absolutely not. I would not survive there. 
I went to Seattle once, and that's all I'm basing it off of. I lie. We took a ski, ski trip to Washington, so that is partially what I'm basing off of that as well. <laughs> nope, I am middle of nowhere. I mean, it's a it's a big, small town because it's, like, the only town near it with a substantial population. There's, like, 180,000 people. It's, it's only like, a small uh, – it's only a big town because it needed to be. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. Because then there's not another – like, Spokane's, like, two hours from yeah. me. Like, Portland, Seattle, four hours, like – Way out there, and then there's us being like, "Hi, we glow in the dark." <laughs> that's oh. so funny. It's that that's like y'all. It's true. We have the highest cancer rate per capita in the oh country because <laughs> it's everyone's radioactive. They were like, "Our claim to fame is that we're so much in the middle of nowhere." America was like, "We can experiment with atomic energy here." Yeah, we can make this a wasteland. <laughs> if it blows up, no one will know. If something goes wrong and the whole place goes, boom, no one will ever know. No, you're like not in a very like popular no. part of America. One of our high schools is the Richland Bombers. Their mascot is a mushroom cloud, and they're yeah, it's it's we're not proud of it. Japan has literally been like, can you please change that? That's offensive. And yeah, they were like, that's no. a little. It's a lot. It's a little for the record, I did not go there. I would come again. I did not go there. We that's why you them. get canceled. <laughs> for the record, they're like that girl AJ on it's Happiest like Podcast. She's a mush. It's like a thing, like Reddit and like all those like tabloidy things. Every so often they'll do like, oh, the worst mascots in America. And Richland Bombers are always up there. Always. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so I guess it's book. safe to say that the most basic thing you've ever done is not look for your neighbor Edward Cullen. No. Because you were not neighbors with him. But right. what would you what would you say? is like wow <laughs> the most basic thing i've ever done um disney wise drinking the juice staying here forever making the disney instagram becoming a disney influencer Fair. that's pretty freaking basic yeah yeah yeah, 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 um, yeah. most basic thing i've ever having done. a disney podcast that is as successful as it is that's what? pretty basic too yeah i am the definition i'm trying to think i think the most basic thing I have a golden doodle. She's the love of my life. That is pretty mom. basic as well. <laughs> to be fair. That's like one of the most basic dog breeds. Right? <laughs> to be fair, my parents started me on that because we got golden doodles my freshman year. We got a pair of sisters. Cute. Best dogs ever. We had owned like lots of dogs beforehand, but like the golden doodles are the best. So now my parents had two. My brother has one. I have one. My grandma has one. We've, yeah. Oh my God. Everyone. And we all get them from it's this. It's like an army of it's an golden army of noodles. golden noodles. Her name is Tilly. She's actually named after the ship at Typhoon Lagoon. I was about to say, is it because of Typhoon Lagoon? That that's pretty basic too, AJ. That was, that was my CP location. Okay, funny story about her name. So when I was getting Tilly, I could not think of a name. I was that girl that's on like all of the websites being like, oh, what's a good Disney dog name? Disney dog name. Just cute dog names in general. Blah, 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 blah. I could not think of one. The one I had in my head was Stromboli. <laughs> Because of a Wait, character from Pinocchio. So cute. <laughs> right? I was like, it's a it's a pasta, I think. I don't even know. It it's a pasta. Like Stromboli. I thought that was gonna be so freaking that cute. Would, like a name her bully or something. I was about to say you could call her bully. <laughs> I my mom was like, if you name your dog Stromboli, that's animal abuse and I'm taking her from you. No, that is precious. Right, that's what no, I said. I stand that. That's precious. And so we were sitting there Tilly and, needs a sister. <laughs> her name's Tilly Stromboli. If I say Tilly Stromboli, she's like Beauty. Oh my yeah, gosh. She knows if I say Stromboli, she's in the wrong. But oh my gosh, it's so funny. So my mom was like, we were thinking about thinking, but she was like, what about Tilly? Like from Typhoon Lagoon. That was my work location. I was a deep water lifeguard for my CP. And as soon as she said it, I was like, yeah, that's it. 
Yeah, that's it. You, you found it. it. Oh, my God. She is the love of my life. I love that so much. She's insane. So, let us know where we can find you. Definitely, like, plug the pod, too, because... If you like this show, you will definitely like Happiest Pod on Earth. I feel like there's not, I feel like y'all are the biggest in the Disney pod community. Because I feel I'm like. I'm flattered that you think No, that. I really do think that. What, what other than like the actual Disney one? Because doesn't Disney have one? But I feel like they don't there's put out a lot. There's a few that are more like educational than us. I will say if you're looking. Okay. Like, okay. Fair. Yeah. Conversationally like Weird. Disney friend hangout. Us. I feel like y'all are the biggest one. Yeah, that's for sure. And, like, we, we're really popular in some really random places, like <laughs> Brazil, Argentina. We're, like, the number one travel podcast in Argentina. What? Ohio. That is kind of... We have, like, thousands of listeners from Ohio. That's weird. I don't know. They listen to us. and Well, I know one of the colleges in Ohio uses us as part of their curriculum for, like, some of oh, the classes. Why. So, like, they have to listen to us. <laughs> Your grade depends on it. So, like, it's always... Listen someone... to us or fail. <laughs> Literally. Get an F. Thank you. <laughs> But no, it's like it's such a good time because really it is like hanging out with a bunch of friends. Mm-hmm. Like there's um six like main hosts. We do a, a Disney news segment that comes out um mm-hmm. before the real one does. So sometimes we'll do games, we'll do drafts, we'll do like create your own this, create your own that. We'll do like here's this new thing that's coming out. Let's do a rundown on the fiftieth. Blah 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 blah. But it really is just like hanging out with a bunch of friends. But anyways, that's the happiest podcast on earth. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter. Trying to do TikTok, but that's that's hard for a podcast. We'll Look, see. okay, there's a lot to juggle these days. There's a lot to juggle. There's sometimes things fall through the cracks. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that on a spiritual <laughs> level. It's it's a lot. I'm trying to get back on my stuff. Like you and you are inspiring me right now Stop, because you're you. actually on your getting it done. Stop, I'm gonna cry. You got your video. You got your audio. You got cry. it all done. Like this looks professional. I love it. I don't even have a room in my house that looks this cute. My ear wall. I love it, though. Literally, before the podcast, John's like, do you want a different set of ears behind you? I'm like, we can literally, like, let AJ rearrange all of the ears behind her. He was like, which one do you want by your head? Like, I was like, this one specifically? Logan, she wanted yours. Yes, Logan, these are beautiful. Um, I'm actually digging them. I'm trying to buy these freaking ears, um, but her shop is so popular, it's almost impossible. You gotta, like, wake up early. You're fingers gotta be on the refresh button like five minutes before her shop opens you gotta already have this stuff like it's in your cart it is it's hunger games out there it's a time if Which i could whistle i would so do well. the little thing i'm not even gonna try because no, i'm like gonna crack I'm gonna but... embarrass myself. oh my goodness <laughs> yes um yes happiest podcast on earth and then magically dot aj aj is spelled a y j a y because i am ex- that's actually probably the most basic thing i've ever done i might change my name to aj um, and then I couldn't legally? just stop at AJ. No, oh, okay. not legally yet. Don't tell like, my mom that. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, my real name's not AJ, and then I just threw a bunch of Ys in there out of nowhere to seem cool. So yeah, that's probably the most basic thing I've ever done. And that's fair. Anyways, but yeah, magically.aj, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. Please come hang out with me. Come follow me. It's a good time. I, we try to make it a good time, you know? I think it's a great time. I think it's a great time. <laughs> AJ's fun. YouTube is super fun um so definitely go subscribe i know i'm trying to like get back into that i'm posting my run we, disney we want stuff. that 1k baby we want that 1k literally like let's go <laughs> i know it's like quite the time with because i feel like stuff like that with youtube and such i just post it and then i forget about it and then i go back in there and i'm like oh shoot people are commenting or yep. oh shoot people are subscribing blah 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 yep like i turn all my notifications off there's for a lot I can't to juggle it. okay so, sometimes it falls through the cracks it does but you know what we're trying to get back on it we're trying to be more 
content creation and not just, oh, I have a burst of energy. Let's make something. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I know. So, of course, everything that AJ um, just listed out will definitely be in the show notes if you're listening and the description box if you are watching. Hello. Um, So, go click those links. Listen to the pod. Follow AJ on all of her many diversified social media um <laughs> but thanks so much for hanging out aj i had the best me. time with you today this is so fun i'm like forgetting that we're just talking to an audience we're just I'm hanging like, out. it's fine they're probably like why are they still talking what is going on it's they fun. hate us this is what it's about though like we're just hanging out and people get to enjoy it yep that's what it should be so thanks for enjoying it See you next please time. enjoy it <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow the pod and let me know what you thought of today's episode. All of our links are in the show notes and description box down below. And if you're listening to today's episode, please give us a rate and review. And don't forget to include your Instagram handle to be featured as our basic of the week. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and ring the notification bell. I upload new episodes on Wednesday and other videos for more Magic Mondays. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Until then, basics, stay magical.